0: Pleasant feelings uh, got me reflecting a bit on uh, another way to that practice can go, and, and one of the ways that we can really deepen our practice. Uh, many years ago, I learned uh, to bring a smile to my face, to my lips, as I sat, uh, which is something that Thich Han Hanh suggests, and, and he has a... A practice of the, the present moment, wonderful moment. These phrases or verses that we repeat to ourselves, and one of them is "smile, release." and And it, it, I was encouraged by my teachers to to try just working with just a slight smile on my face as I'm meditating. Not not when I'm in an aversive state, but more from a neutral state. When, uh, although sometimes, if it's not done as a uh, To try to push something away, you can bring it in, and and, um, as I worked with that, you know, the first thing I found was that how interesting it was that just by smiling, that my mood changed, that the feelings changed, and and this is one of those things. Now we have research, you know. Sorry. uh, um, Anyway, uh, that that kind of shows that there's there's this interplay between uh, the mood and the and smiling that that actually can bring endorphins or whatever. And so what happened over time, it turns out that, that there's a connection between joy and concentration. It's one of the things, there's a some teachings on this the Buddha gives, so when, uh, when there's a certain amount of happiness the mind does eventually find that it's. We can, if we can get, we kind of inclined toward contentment. Um, another kind of joy can start to arise as the mind gets very still. And um, this is a meditative joy called sukha. Uh, and what often happens is that th- there's a something called pt which is usually translated as bliss uh, or rapture and uh, pt is a a very much an energetic uh, feeling that comes through the body Uh, somewhat similar if you've ever uh, heard of kundalini yoga something like that it's it's almost like uh, it can manifest in different ways but kind of as like uh, uh, charges of energy kind of shooting through the body and um, and this energy of PT kind of catapults you into these meditative states called jhana meditative absorption is the translation of jhana and and then as we enter into jhana this this state of sukha this meditative joy kind of takes us over and then there's a whole process of moving deeper into these states of concentration which are useful as a foundation for doing insight practice and uh, there's a few teachers that are working with this my one teacher I've worked with quite a bit Lee Brasington uh, uh, teaches this form of practice Uh, and it takes a lot of it takes some time is we're talking about really spending weeks at, at least uh, several weeks on, in intensive practice. So it's not something to like go, oh, well, I just heard about that. I, I want to go home and try to do this and then get frustrated because it's not happening. It's, it's something you have to commit some time to and, and usually something that takes a few years to develop over several periods of, of you know, you might go and retreat for a couple of weeks and then the next year go another again and maybe for a month. Or, so it, it really takes some commitment. Um, but what I'm getting at, the reason I'm bringing it up uh, is that when I reflected back on how this this started to arise for me quite naturally, this process unfolded for me before I even knew what I was doing with it, and it arose because of the combination of this smile practice and my feeling practice, because these states, are they're not cognitive, they're not like mental states, they're really uh, very, very physical, and there's this, this energy that comes, and by, by, being, by practicing being open to and allowing these kind of energies to move through me, that as was pointed out, you know, when I started with it was mostly working with difficult feelings, when it started to be pleasant, I had the same openness and skill I developed the skill for really staying present with not trying to do anything with the energy like oh I'm really feeling happy that's really cool oh because as soon as you start to think about it you know it dissolves and so just being with it and starting uh, 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 that allowed that to unfold so I, I think for some people this process is a a more effective way of moving into a deeper state of concentration than just this cognitive approach of noting your thoughts, letting go of your thoughts, coming back to your breath. Um, but really feeling into the body and letting this uh, 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 meditative energy kind of move through you. Uh, it's really... You know, if you've read the, any of the, the mystics, Christian mystics and, and other mystics, in the way that, you know... <laughs> Again, we come back to the phrase turning your will and your life over. In, in that kind of spiritual surrender and really allowing a process to unfold, meditation is a natural process. And these deepening levels of meditation are natural processes that can happen for most people if we allow them to. Uh, and it's not that I'm going to make this happen, but that we put ourselves... In the, con- uh, in the conditions and allow the causes and cultivate the causes for this to arise. Uh, but it's really turning yourself over to a process, really surrendering to the... the there's this power there, innate to us, that uh, we just kind of go along for the ride. Uh, and it, it does take... It really takes some strong faith and trust that this is both... Uh, worth doing and meaningful and also that it's okay to do it, that, that you can, that you'll be okay. Because sometimes these energies are very powerful and they can be, they can be frightening for people. And, uh, you know, at times the way mindfulness meditation is taught, it's kind of like, oh, there's a feeling, note that, come back to the breath, let it go. And that, that can be effective, uh, And, uh, again, this is something you have to explore for yourself, what works for you. But what i found is that if something, how I learned meditation was I was told, whatever is very strong, put your attention on that. So it's not about controlling, oh, I'm just supposed to be with my breath. Just let that all go. It's more like, oh, this is very intense. I guess I'll just be with that. And I'll let that move through me and happen. So we surrender ourselves to a process. And uh, and it can take years for this process, maybe, I mean, it's like recovery, it's this ongoing uh, unfolding. So I kind of wanted to just add that in, especially because that question brought that up for me uh, and reminded me of how I can sort of look at the, be pointing towards the negative things. And, and uh, for me, that's because Th- those are kind of the obstructions, and then we talk about the, f- the hindrances to meditation, and th- that's what most people encounter in the beginning: is the challenges and difficulties of practice. But I do want to put out that there there's something beyond that. You know? it's like there's something beyond thirty days of sobriety. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, potential and joy and unfolding that happens. Um, so. Uh, I want to uh, take a, a little break, and I'll uh, come back, and we'll kind of move. We'll get into the eightfold path then. So don't leave before the miracle.